Welcome to this Valentine's episode of the Fan Men Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. DJ Barry White. Yes. Hello. Quiet storm. Are we having Delilah as a speculator? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Is Delilah a national thing or was she just uh national syndicated? She's national. Yeah. Yeah. She's syndicated. Yeah. My wife and daughter can't stand her. She's, she, for whatever station they listen to around here, she comes on certain times you, of the day. And like, you Arr. listen to her with a bottle of cheap wine late at night with the candles on. <laughs> All the lights are off. So why are we Lamenting being romantic? where your life went wrong. <laughs> As exactly. you cry into your gallon of Edie's. I don't know. Why Why are we being romantic, well, Sean? You're the into only a, one that made effort. Speaking yeah. of crying into our gallon of Edie's, it's Valentine's Let, Day. Let's find out. Yeah. What did you do wrong to put in a whole day of effort for Valentine's um, Day? Well- well, so it is. It's uh, it's Sunday morning, February fourteenth. I think we will be releasing this today. So happy Valentine's Day to those of you that have a reason to celebrate it and uh, and enjoy not going out to dinner tonight or doing yeah. anything fun. We're we're happy to join you in you know fish shaking bitterness if uh, if you don't like it or can't celebrate it. Either way, we're there with you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this this I generally and we've talked about Chris's love for Valentine's Day. Um, or any holiday where a, a was, present exchange is mandated. In a I was just going to say, an ar- arbitrary gift-giving day. Yeah. Walmart created yeah. something. So I, I a fucking gift on a Tuesday, for Christ's sakes. What, uh, what are you waiting for? Generally recommend for? it. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely... Surprise her with flowers. Do something yeah. sweet. Don't, yeah. Well, I, I generally suck in most areas of gift-giving and even, you know, relationshiping, husbanding. But, um, but I realized... Uh, recently that this is actually the 20th valentine's day that my wife and i have spent together we met just over uh 20 years ago um we'll be married 19 years later this year but but so i realized oh that's that's kind of cool and i usually you know maybe get an edible arrangement or something stupid you know i i i suck Sean's but, that guy at cvs at 7 a.m oh, when they open on valentine's yes day? yes yeah no i don't think i've ever done it like now i probably I have a little lightsaber heart that's not open <laughs> yes hey honey you said the windows were drafty here's a tube of cock <laughs> it's the tube of cock exactly of cock. Um, so i i did i went back through uh the last 20 winters worth of pictures and put together like a hundred pictures and I made a little video slideshow for, with the, the song, you know, uh, the, the song from when we were dating and, and, uh, it's actually. Xanadu? It was Xanadu, no, right? No, it's, uh, it's Jim Brickman. It was physical uh, by Louie and John. <laughs> no, Jim Brickman is a piano player and, and there was a song, okay. uh, Love of My Life. It's, it's real sweet. It's a beautiful song, but that's actually what's engraved inside. At least my ring. I don't know if it's in hers. But anyway, night you know, a song that meant something to her. And what was fun was I picked like literally random things, images that would just bring up random memories, like a picture of our basement bathroom framed out, or a picture of Nothing Legos. says love like a good shot of a shitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a picture of, uh, you know, she was carrying a, a drawer full of Legos, a set of drawers full of Legos down the basement stairs once and dumped them all over the place. So I had a picture of that, you know, picture of my dad holding a cup of red wine and looking asleep because shortly after that picture, he woke up and threw the red wine all over our wall. Um, 
you know, just uh, pictures of the kids, obviously. But I've heard that story. But for being such a curmudgeon. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Here's all the stuff you've had to clean up over the last 20 years. No, no. But no, instead it was, you know. Bad memories when you No, no. It's all all good memories, right? I basically said, you know, here's here's a random walk through the last 20, you know, 20 years of memories that would never have happened if if we hadn't, you know, found each other. And, And as cranky and bitter and unromantic as I am, I got to say, it was, I, I spent, you know, I probably spent like 15 hours, you know, going through pictures and doing the edit and stuff. Um, and I actually ended up pretty psyched. So we watched it this morning and, and that's probably the, you know, it's a shitty bar to, to hop over, but, but it's probably the best thing I've done in a while. So I feel really good about it. Um, so nice. Yeah. So happy nice. Valentine's day. Uh, and Jennifer, I'll be back to your regularly scheduled shitty husband, you know, as of February 14th next year. Don't worry. <laughs> we, uh, we don't do anything for Valentine's. I kind of lucked out. She can't stand it either. Yes. I think the only money we've actually spent on Valentine's day over the years is when the kid was obligated to bring little paper cards into school. Yeah. I don't miss that. No. And then you used to like, you know, you used to get the kid like a giant, like a big, like lollipop or something, you know, mm-hmm. just to, but like. Yeah, the only thing we do, um, first Valentine's Day we were together, we went into Boston for the day, and for some reason randomly hit Cinnabon on the way back, so that'd be kind of, that became the thing. So the Cinnabon's every year for Valentine's Day. Nothing Did you Heather will run out and grab year? some and- Can yeah. you get some at yeah. Solomon Pond or something? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, Solomon Pond has them. So that became the tradition with the kid after too. I like this tradition. I may adopt that. And say, well, this is what Davis does, and look how you know awesome they are. So happy couples must do Cinnabon on Valentine's Day. I love Cinnabon. Oh God, go. they're so good. Why are they so <laughs> good? You're gonna have to step it up from that absolutely be beginner yoga, though. You're gonna have to go to like you know just beginner. I did. Or I did out uh, of the chair yoga. I did 20 minutes oh. of yoga this morning. I look, been, ma, uh, I'm standing yoga. <laughs> I did yoga too. I tried to tie my shoe. That was good for me. That was enough stretching for one day. <laughs> Um, what was like that was making me think of something. Uh, do you? So, I'm sorry. So, my romantic wife is sending me ideas for our top three. <laughs> that's awesome. You think Sean was bad? <laughs> Good lord! This no. the stuff that I am seeing come across my phone. I don't know what you're it's talking. Like you need about. to say yeah. all of these. We'll discuss oh, that later. Lord. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so do you, something DJ said. I know we should move on, but but did you guys like what are your memories of going through grade school? of Valentine's Day in school. Cause I went to so many different schools over the years that it was always like, it was always awkward to have to, you know, you basically had to fill out little paper Valentines for, for everybody in the class. Um, mm-hmm. and there were the ones that you hated. They're the ones that you actually liked, you know, I mean, I, I just don't remember it being very good. I don't know if they do that anymore. No, I don't. I think at one point in time, so I know like, you know, by the time Athena was in middle school, when you didn't do it anymore, I think I had heard that the schools just cut it off completely because they didn't want didn't I don't anybody to get their feelings hurt. I Yeah. yeah. I, you know, these kids are so fucking soft nowadays. Yeah. They can't even open a paper envelope, but yep. they still do it at Harley school, but you can just sign your name. Right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You can't like, just, uh, 
to Bob from Harley. That's oh, I think one year, I think like I think it was last year, like sixth grade. You couldn't even address them. You just had to sign them all, and then you just dropped them randomly. Well, you just sign packs. your name and you drop them in. That's yeah, yeah. That's kind of stupid, but also free so, from yeah, danger. Why bother doing it? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So aside from Valentine's Day and Sunday, it's it's nice. DJ obviously made it home safe. Those of you that listened to uh, to his remote <laughs> yep. Disney cast last week. Uh, which was a lot of fun to do. I'm really psyched you made it home. So far, you've passed all your COVID tests, which is yep, also yep. good. Good. G2G. <clears throat> yep. Um, while you were down there, um, we had a little Super Bowl action. I'd like we to point did. out that uh, Mr. Superfan, real fan, you know, called the game wrong. And DJ and me, the not not acceptable as an NFL fan, called it right. Oh no 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 no! Let's let's take a step back. DJ is a fan, and we have actual discussions. You're yeah. just a fucking pink. <laughs> you're just you don't. You shouldn't be allowed to watch football. Like I when object you're to pink. Here's, here's, I find that no, offensive. Here's your, nah, here's your fandom. When the response comes when DJ and I are discussing a game, you said it's Sunday. I forgot there was a game. Oh, I'm going to. Insert whatever you could possibly come no, up no, with no. other than watching. No, no, no. Put that hand down. I'm not done with your ass yet. Okay? <laughs> I this have is, to put my hand up when you're Whenever you step ass. away and you... Yeah, but it's usually to wave me in. Jesus. Um, <laughs> when you go nowhere other than, yeah. you know, your home. So there's really zero reason other than totally, choosing not to watch the game. Totally fair. But it's important to note that that was my behavior this year. That hasn't been my behavior for the last 25 years. That has been my, my behavior this year, partly in reaction to losing, you know, the, the cohesiveness that I've enjoyed oh, between time, Bill and Brady. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, so yes, there's the cohesiveness or the fact that they're not winning all the time anymore. No, no, no. It's not, it's not the winning all the time. Cause I, I watched during, you know, yeah, they are kind of hand in hand, aren't they? Um, no. Well, it's not as much fun anymore. No, it, mm. it it really it is a couple things. One, DJ's nodding. He's the last the last the last twelve years, maybe fifteen years. Football and the Patriots has been tied in with my local family, which I never had growing up. I never had family that lived around me. Every every single Pats game for the last you know fifteen years, I watched with my sister and brother in law at their place and it was, you know, one of the most continuous non-immediate family things I ever had and I really in- enjoyed that and they are they are fans that are worthy of of your, you know, calling them fans, right? So there was a good effect on me definitely, but I also earned it myself. They moved away a couple years ago. I spent every single game texting someplace I, warmer, I hope. No, Vermont idiots. Um Oh, fuck that. Yeah, but but every game up through last season, you know, we were texting the whole time, high fives in every play, making sure we were in sync time-wise so that we didn't spoil anything for each other, right? It, all, all the way through every single game, every single season. Started this season the same way, and the combination of them finally being gone this many years now and, and having some, you know, DJ-level emotional baggage that's worthy of your scorn made me fall off my attentiveness this year. But that's statistically not fair to judge me on this year for my fandom of almost 30 plus years in Boston. 
have have you not paid attention to the last two years of this podcast? It is nothing but recency bias. You're yeah. Fine. Oh, actually, you're, fair you're, point. It's, yeah. It's so car- carry on. I that's saw. all we do. At this, <laughs> all we do on this podcast is I don't like what happened. Now, <laughs> I, I I remove my defensiveness. You're right. Fuck those guys. <laughs> so it, I rest. Gonna, you're right. I'm not gonna lie. Me. It was it at first. It was a little tough. Him making it with the other team, even though <laughs> making it. Even your phrasing still kind of stings. <laughs> I um I kind of expected it though. I mean, he was going to a a loaded offensive team. He was dialed in. He was committed, and he's the best ever. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie. I even like. There was a couple, you know, not like little kids, but like younger kids with like Brady t-shirts and stuff on at Disney, whatever. And I'd look at him in line and be like, enjoy it because you don't deserve him. <laughs> you uh, know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't feel bad for the, I don't, I don't have any ill will for the fans. No, I mean, Tampa Bay's fan no, base. No, they have to live in Florida of, for Christ's sakes. I mean, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. their fan base right is now. just, <laughs> you know, Chris calls Sean pink cat this year, but like their fan base is nothing but pink cats. There's probably five hardcore Buccaneers fans. We I, went to a Pats game. When's the last time they played? It would have been three years ago now? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're yeah, back up here. Down so at Disney. Three years I, ago. I told half you guys. Of the, half of the stadium was the Patriots fans. They don't yeah. even fill their own stadium. It's, no. So, so I think I told you guys, I need to go digging through the trunk I have. I may have an official Bucks team photo from 1970, 1979 or 1980 that I, as Ooh, a kid- the I sent, yes. I, yeah, I sent years. them, um, I, you know, I literally wrote a letter to them asking for a team photo. Like I sent it to the, you know, the, the stadium or the office or whatever. And, you know, like six weeks later, I got an eight by 10 in the mail. I hope I still have it. Um, nice. That was when, do you remember the plastic football helmets that you got from the the oh little God, yeah. coin machine. I had, I had the oh, yeah. full orders. Yep. I had the full, you know, full, was it, was it 28 teams then or 30 20? back then? No, I don't think there were 30 mm, yet. No, I don't even think there were 30 yeah. yet. Oh, so I wish about- I still had those. I had every single team. Because the last four Christmas were Jacksonville and Carolina. We're yeah. perhaps the 32. Then Houston, before that yeah. was, but Houston, Houston was the Oilers. Cleveland. They were still the Oilers. Yeah. Cleveland was yeah. I mean, this was still this was Houston Oilers, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, yeah, but Houston. Oh, so the Ravens probably weren't around. So yet. they replaced. Oh, yeah, there the were no Ravens. So no okay, Ravens. so it's 28. So there's no Tennessee. Uh, there's no Tennessee. There's no Ravens. Nope. There's no Carolina. There's no Jacksonville. Correct. Yeah. That'd probably be the end of the moving around, right? Yeah. So what? Um, how many teams are there now? I know. Yeah, I but a couple of those teams 32. existed. Okay. They were yeah. just in different spots. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it was. 28. You had four expansion. It was twenty-eight, okay. and there were four expansion teams after. Yeah. Yeah, because if you want to go before Houston, that, you have like the Cardinals and stuff. Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry for the randomness. That's no, okay. Yeah. But, but no, it was but, um. So one one good thing I did want to say, we talked about yeah. this: the fact that Brady won. I've avoided for giving my buddy James shit for this yet. Partly because I'm just going to keep it going for a while. He was always so such a Pats hater, such a Brady hater, and always said that Brady was wasn't awesome. that good. It was all Belichick. It was all right. It was all all Belichick. And I always said that's bullshit. I mean, the two of them together definitely added to something special. But to deny that he's Me? he's the goat is unfair. So him going down and in one yeah. season at his age doing it, it's like shut the fuck up. He's the goat. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, the people that want to make that argument can still make that argument, though. Correct, but but statistically, for all the same reasons argument now, for all the same reason. I mean, 
the same reasons they were doing the argument up here was the defense that carried him, this, that, or the other. I mean, you they can still try to make the argument well, if they the want. The quarterback doesn't make it, it's right? There. The quarterback's not everything. You have to have, as we saw last season, you have to have some resources around him and good coaching, and it doesn't he always add up. But but you can you also don't even you really need the good coaching have, if you have enough resources. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That that's. But there's more luck, right? Good coaching covers over for luck. Yeah. Well, Good cap management covers for yeah. luck. In this case, where you know up here it was always like, oh, Bill, Bill, Bill. I think down there, especially for this one week, it wasn't Bruce Arians. It was Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich. Hmm. They just spun a friggin' masterpiece. The, it was Bowles. I was not. Go back expect- and watch that. Like, it was Bowles. Oh yeah, but even like even Brady the, like, threw for under two hundred yards. He looked great. It, he didn't turn it over. He could have. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it looked like by design. Call, like, nor- but- normally those Tampa Bay games, they're calling nine routes left and right. And Byron Lefkowitz didn't do it this game. He kept everything like out right outside the box and check downs. And it was, were you probably going to find out that Brady called most of that shit? Possibly. Because that possibly. was a Patriots offense. Yeah. That was what he ran yeah. up here. Were you surprised by effectively the domination, right? I was surprised by, I mean, yeah, there were some calls and stuff that could have gone, but, but the fact is, Mahomes and the Chiefs never looked like they really got their legs under them ever. No, they didn't because so they, a their left tackle got hurt. That was a huge part of it. If yeah. you saw every time Mahomes hiked, three. The, well, they, they had three one offensive guy got linemen were out. Yeah, yeah, but then they had, and they had both three of their guys tackles were, and one of the guards. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Um, so that's why every time he snapped the ball, he looked like Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean running down the beach, getting chased by the Islanders. <laughs> but I mean. Not to two, but I, I did say last week that the thing, like it was going to be Brady's probably easiest game because everyone has this picture in their head of the Chiefs as like this like 99 on Madden, just like fucking bombs away offense. And they on paper, the they weren't that this year. They did that like two or three times, but they, they let a lot of teams just hang around for no fucking reason at all. And they couldn't close and they couldn't commit to stuff. And yeah. even this game, it's like you're down, you know, and you're you. Instead of like taking easy like twenty yard freaking shots with Kelsey, they're still throwing bombs and bombs. It's like they yeah. couldn't take what was given to them. They had yeah. the the too high. The all the deep stuff was covered, and he yeah. refused to go underneath to anyone besides Kelsey. I was gonna say Kelsey had over a hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. He ended up with like hundred and eighteen. Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, they weren't calling any of the screens or anything. They were there they did, all day. They did the Patriots thing. The first game, Tyree Kill had like two hundred yards in the first half against him. Like, you know what? He's not beating us this game. So they took away Tyree Kill. And Mahomes looked like he didn't know what the fuck to do after that. Yeah. Or you could say that Bowles just did a Belichick. He played yeah, exactly. man the entire year yeah. and then went to a too deep. Yeah, and they didn't know what to do yeah. the entire game. And it was weird because, like, obviously, like, and I have nothing against Patrick Mahomes. I know the kid is a generational talent and he's probably got the best arm ever in the history of the NFL, whatever. But you saw the cracks when everything's not perfect. He, he's he he was like he oh, looked stop. like a kid. He, he actually didn't looked like have a, an off. No, no, but he, for the first time, like he actually looked like an under twenty-five-year-old kid. Chris is your, your take away three of awesome. take away <laughs> take away three of Brady's offensive linemen, and he's in traction. No, yeah. I know. Okay, I know. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because the still the best throw that was made in that game did not come from the winning quarterback. Oh no, I know. I know what you're talking about too. Yeah. When you are parallel to the ground and you can throw it forty-five yards on yeah. a dime, and the guy should have caught it. That was pretty awesome. That was. Fucking ridiculous! Oh, I know. He's, yeah. I tell you, he's probably got the best arm. He's ever. insane. The other thing too is though, absolutely he, insane. The one thing he needs to do is he needs to like, and it's probably a coaching thing, but he 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 tries because he's so good at it. 
running around and just all these crazy throws. And he's got to learn when to give up because he's going to get fucking killed one day. Yeah. Little, little note, DJ hates the Chiefs and everything they stand for. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of How impartial. dare Kelsey have better numbers than Gronk? You can't take away my other pinky. I do not like Travis <laughs> Kelsey. Happy Valentine's Travis Day Kelsey to our ex-girlfriend, been... Tom Brady. Yes, happy birthday, Tom. <laughs> So, uh, so what else the, is going so, on? Well, the Super Bowl actually links into uh, my. Oh, my we're first, done. Yeah. So, um, so one thing is, I, it, I didn't really mind that he Just won warming with, up. because two things. Number one, he went to the NFC, so it's not like he won it with like the Dolphins or something. But I hmm. kind of always liked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because back when I was a kid, they were like my Pirates. Madden team. They were my Madden team. I was a so I know. So Chris has to say so. <laughs> Chris is of the belief you can't I like love the revisionist history. No, 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 no. See, I liked him when I was twelve, so it's okay that I followed my binky to Tampa. Here's the thing. I was I'm going to throw this all the way back. Hey, Mike Allstott. Yeah, yeah guy. okay. I loved Mike Allstott as a kid. White guy that could run four yards. Good for you. Yes. Okay, you're yeah, probably fat, uh, white, fat white guy. What was the me. guy from Cleveland? Tommy Vardell. You're probably a big Tommy Vardell guy too. Oh, they're gonna say Peyton. Hill. Another big, big white. There's another one. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Like stop. I I love this whole argument. Like for some reason it's Belichick that ran him out of town <laughs> when he chose to and specifically asked for a contract so he could leave. Right. Yeah. He was setting this up for years, years in advance. But now that he went after 20 years of coaching up here, it was all because of him. Um <laughs> I'm going to take you back to the like late 80s. We're going to make a dice analogy here, okay? And I haven't quoted Andrew Dice Clay forever. Remember? Very, very uh, quite good. Here we go. Quotes. You know These what? are quotes. Here we go. Not, here we go. Not Chris's no, no, no. or fan man op- opinion. We're, it's perfect for Valentine's Day. Okay? <laughs> it's a love story, right? <sighs> All right. Dickory First, <laughs> here you go. No, no, no. We're not even going nursery times, nursery rhymes or anything. Uh, first time you slept with your girlfriend. She was good, right? It's fucking great. How do you think she got to be that way? <laughs> Clearly, there was some learning that went on somewhere else that got yeah. him to this point that he could bring it down to Tampa. Exactly. That's well, well the analogy where, where he's our ex-girlfriend and, and we actually so, get the credit, not Belichick. Well, like you said, it's almost... It, no, you don't get to pine for the girl you were sleeping with when she's with someone younger and hotter, okay? That's what he did. He left no, your old, decrepit ass, Yeah, basically. and he went to younger and hotter. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. That's what, Good that's for what him. guys in their 40s do, right? And he, it took 10 months for him to become an official Florida resident, stumbling off the boats, the whole thing. That was great. Used was to be great. nice, respectable, he was with the kids. No, yeah. he's avocado with the Throwing crowd. trophies across... Yeah. Oh, my God. He's perfect down there. Uh, whatever. So what, I mean, is, what is that? Old man wanted DJ? to go someplace warm. I don't care. I still love the guy. So I was just saying, so uh, the Super Bowl actually ties into my first um, acquisition for the week because okay. I was sitting on the couch in the hotel watching it. I was Probably like, I'm going to buy one of these things. Bucks t-shirt. Oh, good Lord. No, no. I bought the uh, uh, WWE Mattel Elite Series Rob Gronkowski 24-7 champion figure. Oh, That's in the such a blue turquoise tiger shirt. Yes, oh it says Gronk God. on it, and he's got yeah. Gronk windbreaker so, pants on. So they made they made the figure after seventy five year old Vince McMahon had to show tough guy Gronk how to take a bump. Yes, because Gronky was scared to drop onto the giant pillow. Yes, yes, but okay. it went on sale during the Super Bowl because uh, this was an expensive one. It was always like in the thirty dollar range, and I was like, I'm not paying thirty dollars for a figure. 
20 I can do though, because it's like retail price. So yeah, so I bought a, I bought a plastic Gronk. That was one of the things I bought. Nice. Only one? Just yeah, I bought one plastic Gronk. Those don't Excellent. get opened. Excellent. One plastic Gronk. <laughs> ah, ah, so ah, ah. also a couple of things I I just because you know I'll go first. So um obviously I was on vacation, so I, I bought a couple little things. Um I did get a new lightsaber. I got the Count Dooku Legacy lightsaber, the curved one from Attack Ooh. of the Clones. Um, it was one of the new ones that had just launched, so I grabbed it. Uh, the other one that launched was the Ahsoka Tano pair from the Clone Wars. Those were already sold out because people were buying them for eBay, so I was not able to get those. Hmm. So yeah, I got a new lightsaber, and then I got my... Uh, it's in the other room because it was the Festival of the Arts. Hmm. And um, I had shown it to Chris a while ago when I found out they were making it, but I was able to pick up my first ever Alex Ross print. Mm, nice. So I got a nice uh, Alex Ross, Peter Pan fighting Captain Hook on the Jolly Roger canvas. Oh, nice. yeah. So Ooh, it's, it's really nice. I want to see that one. Cool. Yeah. Peter Pan's one of my favorite uh, movies of all time. It's my yeah. one of my favorite Disney movies. And um, I've always pined for an Alex Ross piece. Every time I see Chris's yeah. Han Solo one, I salivate. Yeah. So I yeah, and I nothing. got 30% off. So, well, that's also there you go. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so. How about you, Chris? You buy anything this this week that you're. That counts, no, like, Sean is actually me, in your house? Sean made me go on a budget, so I didn't buy anything. Yes, I did. Boo. This is going to last about two weeks, by the way. No, I, because, because the, the responsibility and drive is where it belongs with Heather, it's not. It's going to continue. Heather's going to crack before I am. No, trust me. No, <laughs> no. It's it's not a restriction. No. You can make it support whatever the hell you want. If you were spending and making yourself happy before, you can do the same now. It's all in your power. It's all in Heather's power, maybe not yours. So then why the hell do I have to track it? I was happy before. Now it's just work to be happy. <laughs> this makes no sense. It was working fine. Bills are getting paid, you know. Yeah. It's no, nothing this week. There may be something to talk about soon. We'll see. Excellent. Um, technically you did acquire something this week because I acquired the same thing courtesy of our, uh, buddy DJ who, when he can't buy things for himself, he still likes to buy things for other people. Um, mm. he found a copy that's of, true, but you, I, it's not in my possession. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But I already paid for it. So, you know, uh, so DJ found, uh, copies at. I mean, that's like a clearance price of the yeah, long Halloween always uh, bar- hardcover. Always Bargain Outlet. Yeah, so Always Bargain Outlet is a, we used to have, they used to call it Building 19 up here. And I think the yeah. guy closed Building 19 and opened mm-hmm. these Always stores. They I've go all the way, one. yeah, they go all the way down the, um, up and down the East Coast now. Because um, I know Dave Schiffer's got one in Pennsylvania and I've seen him in North Carolina and Florida. The closest one I was in, I went to one in Rhode Island, I think. Yeah. So Building 19 was a junk store. It was just piles of just shit yeah. everywhere. Always a little more organized, but one thing they've been doing is um, DC did this initiative where they were uh, re- they found pallets and pallets of like uh, graphic novels. Yeah, and they dumped them out. Yeah, and always got a shit ton of them. So like Urge. back of the like right for the pandemic started, I got Ultimate Green Arrow, the omnibus thing, for thirteen ninety nine. It was a hundred something dollar book. The um, I have the. I have the absolute green arrow. Just yeah, the, that, that's, that's it. Yeah. The absolute with the slip cover thing. Yeah. Um. So every time I go over that way, I had to go buy a car scraper, and I was going to pay ten dollars worth the start. I'll pay four dollars worth it always. Sure. Um. So I just checked the graphic novels real quick. Um. Because sometimes there's some great ones, mm-hmm. and they happen to have the full giant hardcover 
longest Halloween um, for $9 plus tax. Yeah. So this isn't the absolute one, which I've looked at. That's the the ginormous one. But this is the really nice. The black and white. The yeah. Bla- yeah. The the ginormous one never was. It's yeah. been out of print that, for God yeah. knows oh, yeah. how long. But yeah. yeah. But if it nice. comes back out, they'll get it, and I'll get yeah. this one. But um, no, so I'm, I'm looking are, forward to getting that. Yeah, it's a great story. I mean, just like it's just. Um, I mean, it's black and white's always kind of striking with combo characters for some reason to me. Yeah. But like when you look, it's just it's just a nice looking book, and you know, I wouldn't pay sixty bucks for it or whatever. But yeah, then, not, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I have the I have the single issues of that story. I have the trade paperback, which is where I originally read it. Yeah, and and now I'll have the hardcover, and I'm really you know. I'm psyched. Why are you laughing? I get the Venmo work. I, oh, from Chris? <laughs> Chris yeah. paid for it. So now, I, now I paid for it, too, because Sean was giving me shit about the $10. Huh? Now make sure you log it appropriately, DJ. Oh, I will. Trust yeah, me. yeah, actually, I'll I may throw you a couple extra dollars just to fuck it up with Sean. <laughs> What's the extra $2 for? Where am I putting this? This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fit in a bucket. Uh, actually, it does. We we have it all. Stop all doing shit wrong. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I bought anything else. I bought uh, a 40 pack of hand warmers because we ran out and uh, I used those for clearing the driveway. Um, mm, I'm just as confused as you are, DJ. Clearing the driveway? Yeah. Would you like put them on the driveway? He's outside for hours in the North 40. Yeah, yeah. If you you open them up, they start to heat up. You just throw them on the driveway and it melts. No, I I put them in my gloves, you morons. You don't need to do that. Uh, How long are you out there? I do for about an hour and I don't Uh, have good gloves. Here's the trick. Get yourself a box of latex gloves. Yeah. Like, you know, like surgical gloves or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just slap those on under your, your winter gloves and your hands will just never get cold. Really? Yep. All the heat gets trapped in. Your hands don't get cold. I've been out there for four or five hours snowballing before. No problems. Can you imagine how many of those things? You have a young person circulation. No, not not, that. I do not. My hands and feet get freezing all the time. All right. I have have the circulation of an 85 year old woman. I will try this next time. Interesting. The the, the non pink hat fan must must never have gone to you know like an AFC championship game at the end of January. I, <laughs> I went to an AFC minus 10. I went to a, a playoff game as we've talked about the one against the Ravens where the Pats failed to show up. Which one? Um, that, yeah. that was oh, no. Ray, yeah. Ray Rice second play 65 yards. Yes. Game. Yes. So my last AFC championship mm-hmm. game was the Baltimore Ravens. Oh my God. Stephen Ridley's dead game. <laughs> Oh yes, the massive head injury. Man, yeah. was that fucking yeah. loud? Yeah, I thought the woman behind me was crying. She thought he was actually dead. It's a gunshot. Yeah, the yeah. well, helmet on helmets. Uh, Fuck you, Bernard Paul. Yeah. So yes, I've been I've been freezing cold in the Twice stadium. Um, but uh, but latex gloves, interesting. Yeah. No. It, Thank it, you it tra- for that. It traps all the heat in. Um, I it's don't. Nice. I don't think I bought anything else recently. Okay. I like the fact that hand warmers made the list. Well, I mean, it go. showed up in a box yesterday, so I thought of it. There you go. Mm. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> so, nothing. other other things in the news recently. I know there's at least a couple yeah. of things. It's been kind of a crazy week. So, uh, number one, we'll start with a little bit lighter. So, the uh, screenshot of the Joker came out from Justice Week. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Yes. Mm, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> 
be a damn shame if he kicked him when yeah, he got I do back here. Survive COVID. Survive COVID. Survive Florida. How many days have you been back? Yeah, we're still in the window. Still got time. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've been back uh, a week now, right? Uh, six days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I got the wrong. He's almost yeah. clear. Yep. I'm good. Um, yeah, so the screenshots for Joker came out for uh, Justice League Snyder Cut, which is vastly mm-hmm. approaching. Yep. Um, so you're Trailer get- comes out this afternoon in an hour or so. What comes really? The new Ooh. a new trailer drops. Oh today. yes, yes. Um, and uh, they did also announce there will be a ten minute intermission in between in the middle of the movie. That's a strange choice. Well, it saves me if they haven't had the catheter installed. So. Well, right, but or or you're home and you could hit pause. Right, like Just, is it gonna actually going to run for ten minutes, or are they going to say intermission, pause here, restart? Well, no, when because you're ready. remember this thing's going in the theaters, isn't it? Well, sure. So in the theaters, fine. But having a 10-minute intermission at home is just an annoyance. Because then I have to fast forward it. You, you realize <laughs> what first world problems these are, right? Yeah, uh, it's true. That's true. It, it's as difficult as hitting the pause button when you need to get up and take a leak. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, but it DJ's force- talking implant. I, I can't get up. <laughs> it needs to drain freely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, so, it annoys me enough. I'll go find a, I'll find a illegal copy of it. I'll find a pirated copy of it and edit it out of my copy and watch that. <laughs> I will never understand that level of effort. It's, it's, it's. Have you not there's met something. me? My, uh, you gotta you find know, the hardest. My semi-autistic, weird ass self will spend and I need to hours it on, on, the same on damn useless app. efforts. <laughs> Because I know how to use the menu structure on this fucking app. I'm using this one. Uh, no, I will not use Netflix. <laughs> no, I used, so we've been, uh, so we have been Netflixing. Uh, we finished Money Heist, Chris. Um, nice. Which, that was really enjoyable. Loop? Yeah, I'm we watched Loop it. and We're about yeah. halfway through. Yeah. So, did you pick up on the fact that the voiceover gentleman from... Um, Money Heist, the professor, mm-hmm. is also in Lupin. He's no. the he's the cop that's. Uh, have you watched it, DJ? No. Lupin. Spoiler alert: He's one of the cops ah, on the okay. case. Nice. Um, the one with the big board putting all that. He's doing yeah, the yeah. Kaiser Soze thing. Yeah. He's putting all the pieces together. Yeah. It's so I the watched same Lupin guy. first, and then you know a couple weeks later watched uh, Money Heist. So I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. The the professor. Is in yeah. professor's voices in both. Yeah, I really, I, I was really impressed by it. We ended up watching the English dub, which I think that's the first time I've really watched mm-hmm. something dubbed that's to that weird, extent. Yeah. Um, they did a pretty good job with the dub. Um, I'd probably still prefer to have watched it that way, but but I think it was an easier watch with with both of us just to put it in English. It delighted me that it took Heather about four or five episodes. I made an offhand comment during one of the ones in season one that I'm like, they did a really good job with this. Yeah. I'm like, you can pick it up in places. She's like, I thought it was me the whole time. I couldn't tell what was wrong with this thing. Like every so often their mouths wouldn't match up with the words. Like you didn't. Okay. Whatever. It's um, kind of adorable. Yeah. What, what else? So yeah. yeah so- we've been watching a lot of Netflix and, uh, and Disney plus obviously with WandaVision that continues to be, uh, awesome. It's I love a it. Barn burner, man. That yeah. show is it's and it's just it's getting crazier and crazier. 
So Chris, Chris has always been in the position that he's not surprised and he's, you always seem kind of more lukewarm than we are, Chris. Are you still there? You know, we're six episodes in. I think they're pulling the taffy a little bit. Sure, sure. Especially in this episode, you got more breadcrumbs to lead you to yes. the same spot that you already think you're heading. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're fair. dropping little lines. They're dropping, there's more little hints that your big bad's going to be who you think it is. Yeah, I think part of I that. Some of the, the comments by Pietro. Oh, yeah. I do too. I, I but I, I think he had pointy hair this week. Yeah, so yeah. let's. I think let's, he's already dropping in. Yeah, let, um, let's not spoil anything there. But, but yeah, I will say nobody else has the internet. The pulling um, the <laughs> well pulling pulling the taffy though, right? If it weren't for some of the things that I've heard from you guys, I wouldn't have some of the knowledge that I've would have had without some of that additional context, right? You guys got to places before I'm, I would have. I'm more interested in the things that are going to come out of the show, yes, than the mystery around the show. But that's yes. part I want of to know the interest who, in the show, right? Is it's not a standalone thing. You know they're setting it's in place better now, broader things. The whole now that we're away from the sitcom trope. Yes. That it was the sitcom for the sake of doing the sitcom. Yeah. And great. We had a little Malcolm in the Middle I loved it, yeah. thing going on this week. It's I could have cared less about Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> so but I liked some of the pieces that were there. Yeah. I want to know who Monica's texting. There's little pieces that are coming out of it. Yeah. I want to know who they're going off to. I mean, that could go in three or four different directions yeah. that are yeah. infinitely more interesting than texting. the continued breakdown. Yep. It's, it's not Captain Marvel because she's out in space in theory, no. right? Well, and at this point, she kind of cringes at the Captain Marvel stuff. Right. Has she already become Captain Marvel? Is that why her cells are different? No, she just did. No, no. She just became, uh, what was her name in the books? Um, she had powers. Uh, I don't. Monica Rambo becomes Captain Marvel in the books. Oh, they did, yeah, but before There's that, the classic even she, Perez. Before that, even she had power set, didn't she? Um, I don't know. This is all beyond me. Yeah, she's she becomes the second Captain Marvel. She gains her superpowers after being bombarded with extra dimensional energy. Well, they, that just happened. There's already been. Well, and there's already been now. Did it happen, or did it ha did it happen then, or did it happen before when she was on one of the space missions? Because they've already alluded to the fact that she's been in space. Well, so well, but here's she's the cool been thing: gone it gives for five you your years. opening to the first family, and that's who I think. Remember, she was talking about she was talking about someone that could help with some of the she when she was on the whiteboard. She was talking about mm -hmm. either Johnny or Reeve, probably right. Yeah. We shall see. That's right. She she was she was um she was Daystar at one point in time was what they called her. Hmm. Yeah, she's in she's Marvel two after the original goes down. Yeah, so I don't think uh, they're gonna give her a, a Captain Marvel because they already have Mrs. Marvel coming and they have Carol Danvers still under contract. So I'm thinking you know if they do that, but yeah, I I think they they just they backdoored the Fantastic Four into the Marvel universe two episodes ago. Yeah. It certainly Thank sounds like it. Fucking God, by the way. <laughs> what? I just I, I I think you you can't have like I said you can't have this whole phase coming up being all these like newer and like not like secondary characters but like right. you know your, you your B squad you and your newer anchor. characters. Yeah, 
Exactly. You need if all the they old- can do X Men and uh, Fantastic Four. Then they're set and, for yeah. decades. Yeah, you have an entire new phase to to build on that's not yep. stretching into secondaries. Yeah. <laughs> But there will be some scratches. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what else? Uh, I just want to see Chris Evans back as the torch. I was thinking that too. <laughs> well, you've already gone with your second Quicksilver. I mean, you've already intermingled that. So you're yeah. already setting up the multiple Earths. So yeah. the, cool th- the cool thing is like- So why that- not? You're getting Miles Teller. You're getting Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Does- you're getting all of it. I want <laughs> the Michael B. Jordan, Chris <laughs> Evans. <laughs> Does um so I'm wondering with the the whole Quicksilver thing, does that mean that maybe they're not going to be so quick to recasting all those last batch of X Men kids? Because like we've talked maybe. about, I think Sansa did a oh. real good job as Jean Grey. The kid they had for Cyclops was great. Storm was great. There, they've already. I think they already answered that question. Did they? Where? Well, you already had um Cat Dennings' character. Come on, yeah. Oh, she recast. This is somebody new, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. They may bring some of those people in, but yeah, yeah, I think you're going to get a whole new batch. Yeah. Those are clearly the legacy players yeah. in that world. Well, I mean, I mean, they definitely have to. I'm, I'm hoping we get Magneto some point in time in the show mm. still, but they'd have to recast him because you're not going to get Fastbender back for TV shows. Why not? You say that, yeah. Why? It's a different I world. Man. I don't know. This it just is not you're like, paying, that divide no paying, longer has meaning. I guess if they write the no. check, it changes everything, right? They write the check plus. plus you look just at the production. All the MCU this is no guys longer, into TV. Yeah, and and you, you could take Fastbender and you could like give him like white hair now, and he could still age into the, over fifty oh, yeah. years, no problem. That there, that would you be have awesome. to pay him twice, like once for his acting, once for the third leg. Or hey, now <laughs> I don't think Lucas had to pay. Liam He's Neeson the new twice. Liam Neeson, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, Neeson. Well, Neeson brought his own lightsaber, so. I think <laughs> uh, so oh, speaking of Disney Plus, <laughs> the uh, my favorite Mandalorian character is gone. Oh, yeah, Gina Carano. Yeah. So yeah, so Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm uh, did not renew the. They, how do they put? It? They they did not re up her contract. She was no longer employed. It was carefully worded that she was no longer employed by Lucasfilms and there were no plans to use her in the future. Yeah, which and sucks. Her because, contract expired. Yeah, which sucks because I guess it also right now it's taking an entire show off the board because I guess her character, you know, Cara Dune was supposed to be the head of that Rangers of the New Republic. Mm. They were very careful, though. They announced the show. This happened, if you look at the timeline... Because there was a whole little hubbub of her tweets back in November before Disney's upfront, before the investor call yeah. and all that. And they still announced the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're going to move forward. She's just not going to be Yeah, they'll part. figure a different They were way careful way. to say that she wasn't going to be in that. So. So, so a, I'm, I'm blissfully unaware of the specifics of what she said. And honestly, I don't think... I, I don't really want to talk about that from the specific yeah. standpoint as much as to talk about, I mean, this is, here's another instance where the, the permanence and immediacy of people's ability to express themselves sometimes stupidly, um, you know, is, is a very strange factor in the current world. Mm-hmm. And makes me worried about aspects of the future, right? Because yeah. nobody is, nobody's perfect. Nobody's without flaw. And even those who are, 
flaws are are able to be perceived with changes in morality, power structures, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it's really, I always think mob, mob behavior is dangerous. I think the ability for mobs to exist across space and time right now is a scary, powerful thing. You know, not, I, I don't have an opinion on whether she's worthy of being canceled Ex- or not. I just think it's a little scary, the overall feel. Explain your thoughts on mob behavior. Okay. Because so, I have a completely different take on this. Good. So these people, anybody that's in the public eye, actors, athletes, yes. any of it, mm-hmm. they're paying vast sums of money to entertain the populace. They're paid, um, yeah. But mm-hmm. they're at the at the end of the day, you are still employee of insert corporation name here. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So while I wholeheartedly support your right to post or say anything stupid, I also support the company's rights to hold you to whatever standard they oh, deem fit absolutely. under the contract that you signed. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and this is one of those where I, and Gina did come out complaining about how they're trying to cancel conservatives. No, well you compared being conservative to being um, a Jew in the concentration camps. Yeah. That, I mean, this, there's not, there's not a lot of gray here. Yeah. So you were, uh, as you were cashing your checks not, from millions, not as you it's, were not as it's discussed in the populace, but the lack of the ability for there to be gray in reality between people and opinions and a, a spectrum of opinion there, is between people the and problem. opinions. Yes, between you and your yeah. employer. No. Yeah. Co- so, correct. But when employers employee take will actions because they're afraid of the mob, rather right. <laughs> like I'm complete, I'm in agreement with you completely. I still think it's a scary thing because the thing that leads, leads employers to make those decisions still has an effect on everybody in a way that you can't control. So this one was a tough one for me for a couple of things. Number one, I'm, I am, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the first amendment. I believe you should be able to, you know, for the most part, have your own opinions. <laughs> I, as we all know, I fucking love Gina Carano. Sure. And I also and said, "Oh yeah, big time." Um, and, but you uh, love her for for all the external aspects of what she is, what she, she can do, yeah. how she performs. You know, yes. And, and I've also become quite attached to the character that she played too. Exactly. But like Krista says, like you, it, it, everything she said beforehand, like mm-hmm. the first batch when they asked her to calm down, I had no problem. You know, she just. You know, she votes Republicans. She was, that's the way she skews. Whatever. No big deal. That's kind of what makes the country great. But mm-hmm. she, even to me, mm-hmm. once you drop the Nazi Jew, you can't compare anything. You can't compare Nazis and Jews to anything except for Nazis and Jews. You can't oh, fucking oh, feed oh, the mug oh, after midnight. I, I completely agree with you. At the same point, what we've seen for a good chunk of the last 20 years, increasingly, certainly in the last, you know, four or five, is people... Absolutely, calling other people Nazis. Oh, I know. You just can't Un- put the two unironically, together. and I believe put- you can't. You can't do that without entering into an argument space. Yeah, that that precludes gray areas. Correct. Which is reality. I th- I think, and, and people have thrown the Nazi word around. I think I think it's lost a little bit of its luster over the last, especially like three years. But I think when you put Nazi and Jew in the same sentence and you compare that that 
horrible, horrible thing yeah. to I, anything else that's not that horrible. The idea that's that using the, the term is. Nazi or calling somebody Hitler or any of that is somehow separate from those two terms used together is bullshit, DJ, right? It's, it's inherently putting things in a black and white polarized perspective that is correctly polarizing yeah. in the context of that reality, right? Let's be clear. But using that to put, you know, a complex spectrum of opinions, thoughts, stupidity into a black and white context. And then, right, the idea that, you know, everybody calls the other side the Nazi. Well, guess what? If that's happening on both sides, it's obviously bullshit. And, and the fact is, folks on either side, by and large, are not Nazis. Are not Hitler. No, of not. Are not suffering the way the Nazis caused others to suffer. Right. Of course not. So, no, no, no. Of course not. So the the dangerous thing is this tendency to go black and white, and for those that currently have more of a voice or more pressure or more societal, regardless of whether that's because they're in the moral right or just because they're the noisiest and whiniest. The fact that that black and white polarization is resulting in loss of, you know, loss of employment opportunities, loss of that stuff, you know, independent of specific things, I think that is bad for our society and culture. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be accountable for what you say. The problem is where we are now is you're being held accountable for the perception of what you said in somebody's current world that you did now. Yes. If I do it yesterday in this current world, I'm an idiot, right? But but that's not the limitation here. We've got, and this this only gets worse from here out. Mm-hmm. Nothing, not a single word we say on a podcast, not a single text you send, not a single Facebook post, tweet, or whatever, is free from permanent examination by somebody who isn't in the moral context of the voices of today. And that should scare the shit out of you. And that is actually what people experienced when facing the Nazis. That is what people experienced when facing totalitarian regimes. It's right. And that is coming from people who claim the moral high ground in a black and white sense right now that do so at their own peril. Right. And I think, I, I think that's incredibly dangerous. Nothing about Gina, nothing, you know, yes, employers absolutely have the right to avoid liability, to kick your ass, right? That's part of the, that's part of the free country. It's a for-profit system. Right. It's that's, even that's, the employers are, uh, yep. they're reporting up to somebody else. Right. But they're to not see dangerous market place. cycles here and societal cycles here is I think to miss things. And that's historically something you miss and that's at your own peril. That's not going to be. It's not going to hurt the market. Nobody is getting rid of the, the Disney market. Plus yeah. because Gina's not going to be on Mandalorian. Correct. You segue away into whatever the next chapter of Mandalorian is Absolutely. and you're fine. Yep. And then by the time you get to season four, yeah. she was just another footnote big character. Absolutely. Um, it's They are held to a higher standard now. And I think some of that is- I think You can't get away with is, the- They're held to a a a- a variable and zero tolerance sometimes standard that is unsustainable 
and bad for society. But this isn't something that just cropped up this year. Right. And it's You've not something that I'm get all of a sudden or, scared I mean, about, right? This is yeah. something that has been a problem for 20 plus years in my mind, more so than ever in a, human history. And it's not just in what they're saying. I mean, past deeds, all you need are people to come out and say what you did in the past, like Game probably done. the next story you were going to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. Joss. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The only reason they backtracked on the gun thing, Disney took the same stance there. Yeah. I mean, it was, he didn't get a second chance there. Gina actually had more chances than James. Yeah. Those things came yeah, up and they terminated him immediately. They gave her, hey, cut the shit, tone it down. And then after the events of the last month, she turned it to 12 and that was the end of it. It's, yeah. unfortunately. Um, but Sean said, it's, it's, I mean, it is it's scary, especially some like, I mean, especially me, because I obviously don't think very well before I talk, and I'm, I, I'm a I worry. I mean, I if if I was your life coach, you would have Facebook deleted from every possible device you have, because your filter's not always the best. Yeah, but I, I, I do. Just, I do try my best not to talk politics or anything like that on Facebook. Focusing on your financial security is all I can do, because I can't really make you shut up, DJ. Um, <laughs> but the more, the better you are financially, sure the more you'll be able to weather. as much as you can for the yeah. inevitable yeah. lawsuits that are coming. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, it, it is too bad. Like I said, she was warned and she didn't stop. And it's just too bad because, like I said, I, I thought that character brought you know, just like we talk about from the Star Wars perspective. Oh, I thought that character in the universe was good for things. Mm -hmm. um, there are more actors and actresses. There are yeah. more ways to write characters like that, yeah. produce and act them right. And um, you've already kind of done the warm handoff to the next strong female character on the Mandalorian. Ming Na Wen. Or Ming Na Wen's gonna. And Ahsoka. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, both. You really yeah. don't. She I still, I still like more the of a tank. big character. You know, I want somebody to be a tank. Yeah, I mean, I that's like, what it was to yeah. be too. It's I, I, it was the 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 ex shock trooper that yeah, you know, pretty. But tank. it's 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 all there. Um, yeah, it sucks. <sighs> and then uh, it's, she, to her credit, she didn't try to. There was no apologies or anything like that. She's doubling down. No, she stuck to her guns. You know. Well, I I think she went and grabbed the lighter fluid. Yeah, I think that's important too. Career <laughs> stuff burning, and she's responsible for for her actions and statements and the consequences mm -hmm. but but i think you know when it comes to speech i think it's important that people be able to you know speak and converse and be derided for their opinions right i want the freedom I, yeah. for dj to say stupid things so that we can beat up on him you know publicly i don't want dj to be canceled right because I disagree with them or whatever. Like that's just that's just wrong. But see, I disagree with the idea that somebody's canceling somebody else. Their choices led them to the position that their employer took those steps. No, I think I think if, maybe in this case, if she case, chooses sure. not to make the, but in most cases, when you see people that are in the public spotlight getting shuffled to the side, it's in direct relation to something they said. Yeah, but, but something in this case, in she made a choice after entering into an equation where she was given plenty of feedback and parameters that did make it a choice. But look at your kid, See, my kids, DJ's kid, tweeting or Snapchatting or, you know, Facebooking or, you know, blog posting something now that the world's different in 10 or 15 or 20 years or two years 
And that's that's well, not a choice, Chris. Right? But, yeah, but, but I'm it, a it big, still is I'm liable big, to cause the same sort of problems. Certainly. And that's I'm a huge personal responsibility fan. Mm-hmm. It's if you made I have made more mistakes in my life than the two of you combined. Okay. But they're I, mine. I'd, I'd be and I clean them up. Yeah. And oh, yeah. most certainly. Well, you can only make so many when you stay in that fucking basement all the time. You can't really get much There's, trouble. Right. That's part of my walk to the bathroom, right? <laughs> exactly. I know. Um, you can put yourself out there a few times. Shit happens. But but all of those mistakes are mine. And if something from my past came back to bite me in the ass, it's not because the mean people now are biting me. It's because I fucked yeah. up previously. Yeah, it's well, and you you know if you screwed up. Oh, well, no. But now thing, let's I mean, let's let's take it a slightly different direction because you're talking about screwing up, right? You're talking about um, you know, making errors that maybe you wouldn't make now. But let's broaden this to what's actually being worked at, right? People who have a difference of political opinion or in some cases, religious opinion or philosophical differences, that's not making a mistake. That's, that's honest disagreement in the spectrum of How? human thought and opinion. And that is not a mistake. And right now, yep, people who are conservative are, are taking heat for association with folks who clearly should be taking heat, but I don't believe that that should apply to everybody who is not the most liberal conservative. Define, folk, right? Define conservative. Well, I shouldn't have you know to who because conserv- it's a spectrum You know who your people. conservatives are? Hmm. Your conservatives are the white males that own all these studios, mm. the ones that are putting asses in seats. It's, those people tend to be conservatives. Your yeah, definition of conservative right now is that's different. Statistically true, because you it's can't less than you can't paint the broad brush. Okay, right. you want to know how many um, African American gentlemen own a studio? One. Tyler Perry's got his own. That's it. Yeah, I end I the would, fucking list. All right, we're done. But but okay, but let's but not generalize. The rest that of African Americans can't be conservatives. Also, DJs. Right? I mean, no, no, no. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, DJ's playing with his plastic <laughs> toys. This is awesome. <laughs> we have Ghostbusters figures going here. Like his eyes popped out of his head, and his head went down. Like, what can I do? I can't join in. I'm out. But so the and I think that's the. Irony of this situation is the true conservatives aren't the ones that are getting quote unquote canceled. If we want to use that word, the ones that are, these are the ones that are more on the fringes of that particular leaning. I I think that's probably true, but that's not where my concern is, right? My concern is that two conservatives have the quote unquote (laughs) true conservatives, you know, who you're saying aren't the fringe ones. Right, the world and where that's honestly and supportively acknowledged as an option and a populace is is not really the world we're in right now, right? Just as right, the acknowledgement of this vast swath of people, but certainly American citizens not being in fact, you know, uh, various forms of moderate, you know, mm-hmm. most of which are actually, you know, not arch conservative, but may consider themselves conservative, right? There's, there's this huge gray middle, which is actually the purple middle, which is actually where most people are across a breadth of issues. It's increasingly difficult to have any opinion 
in a in an open forum, right? Not between people who are willing to converse, you know, be wrong with one another or at least be different. Sure. But but openly, that's that's very, very bad. Right. And I, I, I don't I'm the, the movie studio thing, the actors and actresses, you know, and directors losing I, jobs. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that being a one particularly visible fan men appropriate area where this is costing people. But yeah. I really worry about yeah. our kids in the future. No, it, it I mean, does I'd seem be that curious. you can have one side of opinions without pissing people off. But I just think everyone would be better. The whole world would be better, better place if people just all together, both sides, stop putting their political opinions on the internet and she's just to bitch about who shot first on a Greedo. That's what I, the unit was created for. I, I both agree. And, and, and I think, right. I mean, the term chilling effect, right. The, the, right. The idea that you couldn't have liberal, you know, uh, very liberal opinions during certain periods of Hollywood because you could be labeled a communist, right? Um, uh, you know, that that was a chilling effect that went beyond individual jobs to different things, right? I think you've got aspects of the exact opposite going on right now. And there is aspects of that that, that fall into, you know, into this context that I think are, I don't know. I don't want to keep, keep harping on it. Um, I... I like having conversations with people and talking in the gray area and, you know, it's not a broad thing. It's an issue by issue and, uh, and a personal, you know, situation by situation thing. Personal responsibility is vitally important. Um, mm-hmm. And blaming anyone or anything else for your actions is, is, is not, you know, not a great thing. However, Insisting that context and history don't have an effect on where you're at is also right. I mean, it's it's a everything's gray, and I think I think we should be rejoicing in that, right. and we're not. No, I agree. It's timing certainly matters, but there's a big part of it that that's the world they choose to play yeah. their trade. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, I mean, the fact that, and this is where we worry about DJ, nothing ever goes away on the internet. So yeah. if you did something previously, it will, it can and will be used against yeah. you at right. some point in the future. Um, if James Gunn was working as a freaking CPA somewhere, yeah, those things never come to light. Nobody cares. He's at a, he's in his little fuzzy box every day. Right. Right now. But he was, if Gina Carano's never, well, Gina did it recently, but some of these other things that are coming back up, it, yeah. but, but we're, it all I depends mean, in the context. We're and if she was the, still a, just a UFC fighter, it probably wouldn't been that big of a deal. The fact that she works for yeah. Disney and is in Star Wars yeah. and you know, yeah. that's. No, they, I, you're it's probably right. because it's Disney. Disney's not going to take a chance on something like that. But we're also at a critical knee in the curve here, which is why this is an interesting time to t- talk about it. The existence of the internet and the persistence of all things related to it. That's so bad. The is sucks. really only, you know, I mean, I know there's stuff that I did in college, you know, not did, like, but. Tell but me like, a story, Sean. No, no. I mean, nothing, nothing bad, but like, you know, there are, th- you know, there are things that I posted and emailed and did stuff that probably first achieved internet era permanence around 89, 1990, right? So you're talking about, 
shit, that's 30, 30 years ago. All right. So look at the time frame, and then look at the real, you know, social media world of the last call it 15 ish years, really, um, you know, 10 to 15 years. And now look at all the people that are, you know, in that 15 to 30 age group and realize that the shift in the coming years is into a world where people have not existed without being captured as themselves or by their parents or friends or family. Mm-hmm. And now realize that we're heading into a world where before you get hired for a job in the future, part of your credit check and background check will be an algorithm that literally says, hey, I know this person is 27% liberal, you know, this person is 27% liberal, has third degree associations with, um, you know, with this and this. I mean, you will, you will be given a score that right now might mean one thing in five or 10 years under a different, you know, Mm-hmm. political administration or a different shift in power or demographics or whatever, it might be different. That's, I mean, to a certain extent, that's just economics and, and market action, yeah, you know, written the real world, but that's what we've been seeing in the economy and the that's stock the market. Reality, yeah. Right. And, and I think that's a bigger deal than people realize. And so I'm, I've been a, I'm scared to see I can where go back it goes. 10 years. Yeah. With companies that wanted me to use my Twitter feed mm. to promote the company. Yeah. And I told them, I'm happy to start another one. Yeah. I'm like, but you don't want to be associated because there's no way of guaranteeing no. who I followed or what association that somebody I follow might be retweeting or anything like that. Oh, yeah. That you don't, so that was a- I can't even keep track, line. right? I mean, you know that that between the three of us, we follow and are followed by- a uh, really small number of people, but, but, Very you know, <laughs> across, right. Across the spectrum, across the globe, you know, good, mm-hmm. bad, rich, poor, left, right, you know, American, non-American, you know, the best of all non-Americans, Canadians, um, you know, and I'm hopeful that that ultimate truth that everybody's actually connected across all kinds of lines it does mean you're connected to somebody bad, whatever that means at any moment in time, almost definitely, right? Um, but no question. But that's talk human. about your beard, Gris. We talk about that beard. Oh, Gris's beard. <laughs> I haven't seen it recently. It's all right. Let's let's move on. Okay, yeah. So this, I oh, you want to go right to Joss Whedon now? Yeah, let's uh, talk about Joss. Okay, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> So, in other news, uh, <laughs> Josh Wheaton's a huge scumbag. <laughs> uh, alleged. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah. But, but yeah. He just can't be in rooms with teenage girls. Yeah. Well, this, this is, you know, this is one of those things mm. kind of like Weinstein and I'm sure a zillion other people where once there's a crack in stories, right? And this, this is something that can yeah, once be a day bad breaks, and subjective, it. but, but it's also, you know, people being, people being feeling you know willing to talk about their experiences and their subjective opinions of those experiences is something that historically has been such a big part of Hollywood and other you know particularly creative big money businesses where you know the people in power have abused that power the people particularly i think in kind of the the film and television business where performance and vanity and money and 
psychophants and you know all these different things come into it the ability for people to be somewhat emotionally abused harassed um is pretty significant doesn't have to be just emotional it's <laughs> oh a, oh no a, absolutely i'm just saying yeah you're... the tradition of that being a you know the the casting room couch and the the things behind the scenes that you don't ever want to talk about because you can't you you'll never work in this town again that has been a real powerful force and and it's also a force that some people have just hey that's the cost of doing business i realize if i want to be you know mm-hmm. uh, a young woman or a young man in this business i'm gonna have to you know pull whatever strings i can use whatever i can to get ahead right i mean that's also part of the history but it's interesting with joss whedon and others to start seeing people finding strength or finding hooks of uh of a pulpit to stand upon and get attention, right? I think there's probably both of this, but don't be a dick because you will be found out. (laughs) And it does, if you remove the political element of it, yeah, it's essentially the same conversation we just had. Absolutely. Yeah. This is somebody that by all accounts, there's been, you can infer into some of the stories like Michelle's take on it was not, if there's a rule that the showrunner can't be in the same room with one of the stars, that especially when they were 14, 15 years old, that implies yeah. something else. We can't say anything, but yeah. you can't say for certain one way or another. But by all accounts, he was just a royal asshole to everybody he came in contact with, specifically yeah. um, anybody, any females yeah. that were working beneath him. Yeah. And, and you heard he and was this just is, an asshole anyway, like oh, going back a bit. Well, this well that really saddens that, me because as a huge Firefly fan and a Buffy fan, I actually hadn't heard that, right? Not that I'd heard people rumors. talking about there how rumbling. Awesome, yeah, that, but I, I, I'm a, you know, I don't dig in and research things, right? When I heard about Firefly and, you know, people loving it and wanting to come back and I felt the same way, you know, and the cast talked about it. You know, they talked about Joss as being the heart of the show, right? They talk, you know, it was, it was never, well, I don't want to do that again because Joss was evil, right? And now that's subjective. Mm-hmm. It could be that, you know, I mean, if I, if I stand to make life changing tens of millions, if this comes back, well, who am I to, you know, I think that's a reasonable human thing to not, you know, now, if I wasn't physically, emotionally, or otherwise abused, you know, or even if I was, you know, my ability to look past that, oh, he'll change, or so I can deal with it for, you know, $20 million. Uh, we've gotten, yeah. what, four statements now? Yeah. I know Charisma came out and gave a long statement. Amber Benson, yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller yeah. was a shorter statement, but um, she did nothing to, to refute. Fan the flames, yeah. you know. Yeah, she... She stood in solidarity with the other yeah. girls, said it was a great part of her career. But so I think some of it too is, I mean, there's interviews with Charisma going back that she would, oh, she had such a great time working on it. She would yeah. definitely go back and work that's again. That's PR. That's um, business. That's preser- self-preservation. Well, that's, well, here. Okay. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you were going to take that bait. <laughs> Mouse come get cheese. So there you go. So exactly. I text DJ when we're going, I'm like, I told you I'd get him. Um, So that's a perfect example though. So these people within the confines of their 
mm-hmm. careers have people that kind of help them or they're smart enough to know how to navigate the minefield that Absolutely. is yep. the press. Clearly, Gina didn't want to pay for that person. Correct. But yeah. when you come to a firefighter or something like that, mm-hmm. I think the other element when you look at these people that wanted to get back together and do these reunions, I think they truly enjoyed working with the people they worked with. Yep. Um, but a Nathan Philly and a Summer Gall, those yep. people were in vastly different spots in their career when that movie came up and they had way more stroke. Yeah. As was, as was Joss, right? I mean, you know, that's, that's another fact that just because somebody was a pleasure Mm -hmm. to you at a certain point in time, doesn't actually mean that they're never an asshole either at that time in parallel, right? You know, absolutely. We've all been friends and family with somebody, whether we know it or not, that abused somebody or was abused, was a criminal, you know, I mean, because that's that's humanity, and and you I'm hope sure there was a yeah yeah go ahead I'm sorry no I just no, say I you, you, you know you hope that's not the case and all you can really do is you know try to be the best you can be yourself and for your family and help your family do that but humans are complex and bad bad thing bad you know can be can be human um, and power and money. And bad influence, bad societal pressure, bad, uh, you know, bad situations can express humanity in some of its worst ways. Pressure tends to bring out the worst in people. Somebody's truest nature brings out the the worst in people as individuals. But if you're in a good collaborative team where communication is open and honest, which is a very difficult thing to pull off. And I, I see more of this now in, you know, some of the badness mm. of my work environment lately. There's still, there's an emphasis in the last decade plus on things like suicide prevention, you know, sexual assault, assault prevention and response, um, you know, and it kind of sucks that you have to spend so much time on training on those things and attention on them. But at the same time, I've never felt more clearly in a context where if I'm struggling personally or professionally within a team, being able to to try to be honest and collaborative and open and find support in my professional work has never been, you know, it's still always hard, comes down to specifics. But but the point being, the way through this is to prevent power and influence to happen in the dark, right? The movie making you know, the, the industries where this stuff tends to happen, which has vanity and looks and sex and money and all these different things, there needs to be more transparency. There needs to be more open communication. There needs to be a different power dynamic. And that's, you should find people that make better sets, that make better, you know, environments doing better, hopefully, as we go. Um it's- but it's got to be like to the zero like, tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, zero, no, I mean, zero in, tolerance in this environment, bad, right? You gotta, because zero tolerance, everybody loses. That doesn't mean you let people off the hook, but as a general thing, the person who, who does something wrong, you either, right. If I have zero tolerance with DJ's love of plastic people and, you know, and dumb financial decisions, then he's dead to me. 
and that is bad for DJ as well no. as for me. Well, he just but that would a, be a entirely self the camera. That would <laughs> that would be entirely self-inflicted only because you've put yourself emotionally and personally invested in DJ's yeah. financial well-being. Okay. You're, if it you're was right. if it was arm's length, you wouldn't care how much of an idiot it is as long Correct. as he comes and records with us once a week. But I think I no, I think that Spend supports it all, you know, when he shows up in tatters you know, and shows I like, think that supports you know, my point about a collaborative communicative team, right? I you know I, I think it I think it shows more of your control issues things, but we'll, we'll get there in a different episode. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> uh, and that's, yeah. I, I, but that would be interesting no, this to talk is, about. <laughs> I, I think it's, uh, we'll get into you later. Therapy. Uh, the first one's free. Um, no. And it's something like this. If these, if we were in today's environment yeah, and Joss tried to pull any of the stuff that we're hearing that he did on set, making writers cry, any of that stuff, you never get he's never doing the avengers you, you but that doesn't so. mean the avengers aren't going that doesn't mean the avengers aren't going to get made right. but like you said there's always going to be somebody just as talented somebody else waiting yes. for an opportunity yes that goes in so it does come back to a little of that personal accountability like hey guess what you got the golden ticket yep. you got in but clearly you are incapable of hand, handling yep. anything so power related step aside. you were an asshole hope you so save now you're out yeah. i'm sorry yeah. that's it. you know what yep. you can go uh produce summer stock up in like upstate new york or something i don't know and let's not forget he made age of voltron <laughs> so. i Worst first heard marvel movie angel ever. voltron i'm like is that a angel voltron is that a crossover of buffy and that and makes the- iron man 2 look like a freaking oscar winner for it Christ does sakes. it does it turns oh, iron 2 and it gone with the wind for christ's sakes the only thing I've seen James Spader in, even if it was just his voice, that I didn't like. Yeah, no. And I love me some Spader. Again again. Yeah. All right. I'm going to stand okay. up and do the Hogarty shuffle while you guys move on to some so other topic time? that I'm it, not going to You got like 20 minutes, on. man. <laughs> so. What else happened, DJ? That's pretty much it. I mean, we've gone pretty long so far. So that's, I'm the only one that I should note that as I'm dancing in front of the camera, I am wearing my Shecky, uh, Shecky don't like it um, shirt. Yes. It's just as bad as you would imagine, Chris. It's oh, it's awful. It's beautiful. Uh, the camera cuts him off, so all we see are chins and Shecky. That's it. And so now he's grabbing his junk. Being that it's I don't Valentine's, know why he's using yeah. two hands. Being that's Valentine's Day, and we just talked about a bunch of heartache, whether it's Brady winning a Super Bowl or Star Wars characters getting fired or whatever. Um, I was fine. I made money on that game. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I'm glad this video is not going to be posted. <laughs> oh. I got it. That's it with Johnny. All right. Oh, my exercise. Okay. There you go. Congratulations. Cough myself to death. But so (laughs) being that Valentine's Day is nothing but a gigantic uh, fucking merchandise filled hellhole. (laughs) Mm, Reese's hearts. We were thinking Mm. about getting in on the action a little bit. So another shaped Reese's. <laughs> yeah, another shaped Reese's. We have hearts. Hmm, is so this we a were... Reese's heart, or is it a Reese's scrotum? I, I can't tell. Oh <laughs> no, no, that was Christmas. Tailgate hitch. That was Christmas. Crazy. They made Reese's stockings that when you held them on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, mm. that's yes. right. They were a little saltier than normal Reese's. Awful, um, so, oh, awful, no. awful. A little bit. So <laughs> we were thinking about getting in on the Valentine's Day merchandise game. So we decided that we should start coming up with ideas for fan men. Conversation hearts, candies. <laughs> so, everyone, give me your top three little phrases to put on our new mm. fan men conversation heart candies. All right, I did. I did have a couple honorable mentions. I got one. um. So, uh, 
the the first honorable mention is just YNAB exclamation point Y N A B, which is my favorite budgeting tool. You need a budget. <laughs> So Sean's put porn on the conversation art, basically. Yes. Um, Actually, my honorable mention is just porn, question mark. Yeah. There we go. My, my second honorable mention is fit me in your budget. <laughs> oh, Christ on a cracker. The rest of them are not financial. This is going to be, These were this is gonna be terrific. You're going to see where our heads are going here. Uh, so my two honorable mentions, one just simply said porn, question mark. Nice. Excellent. And the other one is, does this look infected? Uh, that's that's not very romantic the first one i could see the second no not so much uh, all right dj i only had one i figured we should do a hello (gasps) conversation that's that's awesome so yeah are are all of our hearts green i don't know they Um, they could be different shades yeah all right my my number three fan man confection heart is uh i'd like to show you my microphone Good lord! <laughs> so it probably would be hard Good to fit that on there, but uh, but I figured you'd allow it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine. All right, it fit. It's two sides to it. My number three in a tag back to last week's discussion just simply says hotel sex. <laughs> oh yes, nice. Jen listened to that, and she was uh, listening to it in the car with my oldest daughter driving back from school, and had hey, to pause it. <laughs> And she looks in the rearview mirror, and and my daughter, who was listening to music on headphones, has a smirk on her face and is kind of red faced. <laughs> and uh, she stopped listening right as uh, as you started uh, digging into me uh, on hotel sex. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> DJ, uh, number so uh, my number three is more like one you'd give out as like a um, as like a plead for acceptance. Um, okay. So my number three is a it's a little car. She says, "I bought a lightsaber." <laughs> Because mm. uh, it's begging I, for forgiveness. Yes, I get the look every time I even think about. I think buying yeah, a new one. So yeah, yeah. Mm, you deserve <laughs> that look. All right, my my number two, Canadian Jesus loves you. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> my number two kind of has a uh, dual meaning in this particular environment, nice. and just simply says, "Get tested." <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That's great. Number two, DJ. Uh, okay. So my number two is um, <laughs> it's not like romantic or anything like that. Just I think it's about time that you could give someone a piece of candy. It just says "fuck you" on it for whatever reason. You could go around and put them on windshields of people who aren't parked in parking spots correctly. Whatever. I bet Uh-oh. you somebody has already made "fuck you" Valentine. Fuck you. Yep. Nice. Um, That's awesome. All right. My number one fan men, you know, uh, Valentine's candy heart. You are in my top three. Ooh. <laughs> that's like that's a sweet. never ending run of dad jokes with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Because uh, okay. it's, it's not like, you know, you're my number one either. <laughs> it's just this. So you're my top three. And I might replace you, you halfway somewhere. through talking about yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I may change my mind before we start talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, my number one simply reads, too expensive to divorce. <laughs> we love you, Heather. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, I got to write um, Full disclosure. She texts me that one. I pulled oh, that over her list. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> and it's with the numbers, so like too expensive to divorce, basically. Yes, yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah, just like too uh, to quit. 
<laughs> okay, so my number one thing that would go on a heart, um, it's a harken back and we listen to some of the older episodes, older episodes from back in the day. Uh, my number one is just a heart that simply just says Gonzo. <laughs> That's nice. Did, like did that. you see, Gris recently composed a few uh, Roses are Red um, poems yeah. for us? And, yeah. and I Good forget Lord. exactly what his was with Gonzo, but it was awesome. I think mine was Roses are Red, I Love My Life. Look how many comics I've sold. Don't leave me, wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That was one of the last pictures in her video this morning, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, so if anyone doesn't know, I have a uh, full-size uh, Henson Studios Gonzo puppet in the closet, and my yeah. wife hates it. She wants go, to burn Go it. back and listen to what Was it our first New Year's episode where the, the fan wives appeared? Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, that is yep. a classic. We we Someday we need to get the wives back on. I know we say that a lot, but- uh, Find some kind of holiday for it. Yeah. <laughs> if you okay. saw her top three, you're not letting her anywhere near, especially if your kids are going to listen. Talk about cancel culture. No. <laughs> um, I'll read you the rest of them offline. Okay. All right. So can, can so, you actually recount these top Yes. Yeah, so Sean had, I want to show you my microphone. Canadian Jesus hearts you. And uh, you are in my top three. I just did the U and the R. Yeah. Because you got to fit them on the candy, right? Exactly. Chris had hotel sex. <laughs> Get tested and too expensive to divorce. <laughs> and I had, I bought a lightsaber, fuck you, and Gonzo. <laughs> I kind of so, uh, want to see those now. We'll try to get those made That's somehow. Awesome. Uh, maybe by next Valentine's Day, yeah, you can uh, yeah. walk into a maybe we can just, I'll send you a site. <laughs> we can just yeah, Photoshop. We can order them. <laughs> yeah, there. We have to get those. So, um, <laughs> so housekeeping, um, we said, obviously, follow us on Twitter at FMN37. Subscribe and give us reviews where you get your podcasts. Uh, again, try to see if Chris can talk to his brother, Matt, and get him on so we can do another Disney episode pretty soon. Yeah, we can do that. Be good. It'd be nice. And then, um, so one thing that's coming up, uh, month of March is normally big for college basketball in the March Madness oh, yes. bracket tournament. Mm. So we're going to do a little special thing in the month of March. Uh, we're going to do a tournament bracket about snacks. We're calling it Fan Men March Fatness. <laughs> and we'll be doing a uh, four-region breakdown of uh, snacks in various categories and finding out what is the ultimate snack. So I will have brackets available online before the end of the month that you can print out and guess what we're going to pick and follow along for the two of you that will listen to it. Yeah, I think um, I, I definitely want to figure out how we can have people submit brackets to us, but ideally... Like maybe we can have an email address or a Dropbox or something that goes to that we won't see until after we record. So like we'll do the brackets and yeah, then we can do that. and then we'll figure out you know Give it what a t-shirt the, or something or yeah, figure something yeah. out. Yeah, we can yeah. definitely do that. Yeah. So yeah, March, so uh, March fatness. Obviously, I'm in favor. Yeah, some so that future will... version of it. I actually want to eat our way through the bracket. Yes, but can't pull that off during COVID. No, but maybe we can. Uh, once we get down to like a final four, maybe we can eat through the final four or something like that. <laughs> eat through the final. We can do that. Yeah. The difficulty which... there is that, that we'd have to get to the final four, stop recording so we could buy them. Yeah. We'll, well I figured we'll... like we'll split them up into weeks too. We're gonna do it throughout the entire month of March. Ooh. So that's great. And we will, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, pick one or we two. You gotta give little breakdowns and you know. Ah, so we could do four regions and then we can do the, the finals. Yeah. Yeah, then we could semifinals so, and finals. He's catching on. Mm. Big sports fan. I yeah, I'm not a huge sports work. fan. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> Yay, sports ball. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so just uh, we'll have the, um, so yeah, just follow us on Twitter at FN37, um, and I will post when the brackets will be available, and we'll find out some kind of prize to give out or something like that. Excellent. 
So love it. Happy Thank Valentine's you very much, everybody. Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Enjoy. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Bye.